BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back, everybody, to The Basement Binge. My name is Harrison, your host here. And this is another episode. If you downloaded it and you're listening to it, I really appreciate it because the title is not revealing. It is a new type of episode that I'm messing around with here. I'm going to try and have some fun with, experimenting with. Wanted to do some more things that I'm particularly excited about um, and I've been looking forward to greatly. So, yeah, let me know what you think of this. Uh, particular episode. I'm going to keep trying it for a little while. I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, what, is, what is it? Okay, so these are going to be the new monthly updates. This one is a little bit delayed because I was out of town. The goal is to get these out at the end slash beginning of every single month. Uh, obviously, this month being the September-October update. Uh, like I said, I was on vacation, was with my family, so I did not get to this as soon as I wanted. Is a little bit delayed. But it's kind of a good thing because there's been a lot of things that have happened in the few days that this has been delayed. Anyway, it's pretty exciting. So what is the new Basement Binge update episodes and what is it that you're going to expect here? So obviously, it's kind of a review of the past month preceding us, um, the month coming up, and just kind of big announcements here at the Basement Binge. Also, just kind of in the film world in general things that are going on especially right now with the coronavirus things are getting canceled that's pretty much it uh other things that still are coming out um and by no means is this an attempt to be your news source for all things film related that is way too much work and would take away from all the things that i want to do this is just a way for me to kind of let out my excitement and uh, to let out my excitement about things that i'm excited about um yeah, so specifically things that are on my mind that I'm interested in, that I'm searching about, that I'm finding more information about, um, and that all those algorithms know that I'm interested in, so I'm continuing to get new information about it constantly, and I want to talk to somebody about it. So on top of that, it's other a way for me to more formally announce things about the podcast, things that are coming up, um, you know, to get my plans to you listeners so you understand, you know, maybe what it is I'm going to be recording in the next few weeks, what you can look forward to, other announcements. And just have like a uniform place for all of them to be together and have it be a consistent thing. Also to be able to answer, ask, bleh, also to be able to answer your guys' questions. Obviously, this is the first episode. There's not any questions, but that is the thing. Anyway, let's get into it. First, by looking back. So specifically, I'm looking back at the month of September, thinking about all the things that happened, and talking about the things that are interesting to me, that are important to me. So yeah, it's it's been really, really interesting. Uh, if this is your first episode, 
of The Basement Binge. I'm surprised that this is the one you happen to be listening to. Thanks for downloading the episode and listening to it. Hopefully, you come back. Subscribe. Anyway, or if you just didn't listen to the Mulan episode, I don't blame you. There was a lot of announcements at the beginning of that episode where I talked about why things are so different now. Um, so if you didn't miss, if you missed that, this is it. Cade, Kelton, and I, who are still great friends, we were originally the tri hosts of The Basement Binge, and the plans that I was making for the podcast was for the three of us to continue to pursue that together. That has since drastically changed. Um, by no means because of our friendship, but just the busyness of life. Um, between school, jobs, family changes. I mean, Kate's having a little baby girl. I moved jobs. My wife getting jobs. I, coronavirus. The world is it's it's interesting. And our relationship, as far as like a, a business podcast model, it was just not working. We weren't really able to do it consistently, and there was a lack of episodes, and it was really frustrating for me and frustrating for them. Uh, and so they're no longer a part of the podcast, and that's fine. We're still great friends, um, but at the same time, it's been a big change and a huge adjustment for me, um, which has also been a huge opportunity, allowing me to experiment with new formats like this one, trying it out, seeing how it is for me. It's It's been a lot of fun, while also totally terrifying, because I don't know what I'm doing, and so much of it was fueled by the three of us figuring out and that synergy that happened with three minds being better than one. So... I'm still figuring it out. Um, yeah, other insights going on here. Um, I moved, but you guys aren't interested in my personal life. I already mentioned that earlier. Anyway, so let's get into the things actually pertaining to what you guys are listening for. The Basement Binge Podcast, which is all things film enjoyment related, particularly on my mind. So in the month of September, since moving, I've been able to put out a lot more episodes ignoring the craziness. Like the last episode that I put out before September was clear back in June. It was Bumblebee with Matt Goes to Movies, a good friend of mine. Um, yeah, I was actually recently on his podcast. We watched Prometheus. It was a good time. You should go check that out. Link in the show notes, of course. Um, but since September, just looking back at the episodes released, we I did a review on Tenant, Mulan, Oblivion, personal favorite of mine, Shadow, and then also only The Brave. Um, so yeah, more episodes coming out more consistently and definitely more to come. So that's what happened. Now, more specifically, let's talk about some exciting things that have been happening in the world of film announcements or trailers or spoilers or, or whatever things that have happened that have been exciting to me. First and foremost, and the reason and the thing that spawned the idea to create this, this update episode is actually the Dune trailer. So I'm going to watch it right now just to have all the energy from it. I've watched it a few times. That was weeks ago, and I've been stopping myself from rewatching it to get the energy of watching it this time. So putting my headphones on here, pulling this up, and let's watch it. Did you see? There's a crusade coming. Do you often dream things that happen just as you dream them? Yes. The test is simple. Remove your hand from the box and you die. What's in the box? Pain. 
you inherit too much power. You have proven you can rule yourself. Now you must learn to rule others. Something none of your ancestors learned. My father rules an entire planet. He's losing it. He's getting a richer one. He'll lose that one too. Arrakis is a death trap. Kill them. This is an extermination. They're picking my family off one by one. Let's fight like demons. An animal caught in a trap will gnaw off its own leg to escape. What will you do? I know you. One day, the legend will be born. All of civilization depends on it. The future, I can see it. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. My Lord Duke. Where the fear is gone, only I will remain. Go, go, go! <laughs> oh my gosh okay so i just watched it again um man i am so excited about this movie this has been for a long time the movie that i have been most looking forward to most consistent wow wow words most consistently anticipating uh for the year of 2020 and we all know what that has turned into um, it's been it's been interesting. Anyway, so Dune has been the movie that I've been looking forward to the most for 2020, and it's only because of the the connection that Denis Villeneuve have to it. He is my all time favorite director. Um, the Blade Runner 2049 is I, I and Arrival both were movies that seriously changed my life specifically Blade Runner 2049, and solidified him as the powerhouse director that he is. So I saw that he had a new movie coming out, I saw that it was Dune, and then I read the book for Dune. The only reason that I knew about Dune was because of Denis Villeneuve. And I'm very, very grateful for that. It is a phenomenal book. I've since shared it with my siblings. They've read it. We're talking about it. We're all hyped for the movie. It's going to be intense. Um, the trailer really kind of solidified my opinion, just to talk about the movie really briefly. It's going to... Be, if you've read the book, and I don't want to spoil anything about the book, you should read it. It's phenomenal. Well written. It's a difficult book to adapt, and I'm not the first person to say that, and I'm definitely not 
the first person to notice or have any commentary about this, but it's a difficult book to adapt because the primary, you know, driving force of the book is Paul's um, mind and his ability to use his mind in incredible ways. And how do you portray that in film? Uh, it's a difficult thing. The movie Ender's Game suffered the same fate, which is a book series and universe that I am a huge fan of. And I enjoy the movie, but it suffered greatly because of the difficulty of trying to adapt thought into film. And if anybody has the capacity to do it, it's going to be Denis Villeneuve. The difficult thing is, is it's going to isolate one of two groups. It's either going to be the fans of the book who love it because it's loyal to them and their knowledge and understanding of things is going to make it easier to portray those thoughts in film. But, you know, those newcomers are going to be a little left in the dark or the other way around. It's going to be really dumbed down. Newcomers are going to be brought into the light. And then huge fans of the book are going to be really disappointed because it's dumbed down. So it's a difficult thing that I I don't think it's going to walk the line in between it all. If it does, it's going to be really, really dangerous and not very good. I trust Denis Villeneuve. I think it's going to lay on the side of helping the fans because he is a huge fan of the book. And most people who are involved in it are. The other thing is I've watched a ton of interviews about it that have been released. And most of the cast, not most, all of the cast talks about how this is like a new level of filmmaking. Like it's just better than ever before. Now, the sad thing is, is that the movie has now been delayed, um, being pushed back into... October something of 2021, which is a huge bummer. Like that's almost a year. Well, it's a year away from now, like a whole nother year. I have to wait for this movie. Come on, coronavirus. Like it's important to stay safe. I think we need to respect the coronavirus and everything that's happening, but I'm so bummed. Like uh, a whole nother year. I've been waiting for this movie forever. Um, Yeah. So we'll get more into movie dates later, but Dune trailer wanted to talk about that because when it was announced, so my, my family and I, we went to go see Tenant, And at Tenant they had like a, a well, not a trailer, what's the word? Um, a teaser. They had a teaser for the trailer about Dune and that the trailer would be released on September 9th. And I was losing it in the theater. I was more excited about that than I was about Tenant, as much as I love Tenant. Um, so I was looking forward to this. I like took my lunch break at work just so I could watch it. And then I watched it like 10 times and my wife thought I was dumb, but I loved it. I'm really, really excited for about this movie. Seeing the trailer, this film is going to be amazing. So I want to talk about that. Other super exciting news is we got the Mandalorian trailer for season two. That's coming on to Disney Plus on October 30th this month. That's super exciting. Um, I don't want to jump too much into the Mandalorian trailer because it didn't really reveal anything except for obviously it's about the story of the Mandalorian and the child kind of being a team and the journey that entails in that way with the Mandalorian trying to be a good caretaker for the child and return him home, so to speak. Super excited about that. Uh, other thing that's more than a month old is the DC fandom event where we got tons of teasers for Zack Snyder's Justice League. We got a, a Batman trailer. We got a little sneak peek at the Suicide Squad. Like so many things we're excited I'm excited for. The other thing is Matt Reeves is going to kill it at the Batman. Sadly, another detail, the Batman has been delayed to March of 2022. So that was going to come out in 2021. Now it's 2022. That's a serious bummer because I was pumped for that movie. Um, I love Matt Reeves. I love the Planet of the Apes trilogy that he did. I love Robert Pattinson. Who doesn't? 
It's going to be a phenomenal film. That was a super fun and like surprising trailer to get this early on. And a bummer that the movie got pushed back even later. Um, other random tidbits um, that happened this month that I want to comment on that aren't really trailers, aren't big things. Uh, so Jared Leto, the actor, if you've never heard of him, go to IMDb, Jared Leto. Um, so he has an Instagram profile, as many people do. And on September 15th, he posted a picture of him in a bro tank with his muscles rippling with a caption saying, starting the Tron workout, join me. Uh, so then there was something else I read where it is has been confirmed that Tron 3 or whatever it's going to be called is happening um, and that Jared Little is involved in it. So he's working out what the heck does that even mean? Um, like, does that mean this is in pre-production? Does that mean that he's just connected to it and he's just kind of like promoting it? All we know so far, and according to IMDb, is that the director is Garth Davis um, and that Jared Leto is connected to it. And, and that's all. But I'm excited. If you know, if you are a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that I love Tron Legacy. I love Joseph Kaczynski, so I'm sad that he's not connected to it. But I'm excited that we're getting another Tron movie. That was a cool little detail that I saw that I just wanted to mention because who knows? I'm not really sure what it means, but it's super exciting. So the other thing is we got a trailer for WandaVision, which I am so excited for. It's probably coming at the end of the year, but WandaVision on Disney Plus, oh my gosh. So the first MCU TV series, which is really, again, no matter what you feel about it's further solidifying marvel and marvel studios as like an entertainment powerhouse you know if the box office wasn't enough now they're taking over the streaming wars intensely um and also solidifying their power at the box office um and making it another just bingeable franchise even further um i assume from the trailer that it's going to get a little into the multiverse up i assumed that it was kind of going to begin some similar thing to House of M. If you're familiar with that comic line, if you're not, read it. It is worth it. It's a great line, House of M. Um, but yeah, I thought I think it's going to follow something along those lines with Wanda Maximoff being really heartbroken with Vision being gone and creating some perfect universe for herself and Vision to have a family together that she learned from watching TV. Um, it's pretty exciting. Obviously going to lead into the multiverse of madness with Doctor Strange. Uh, so yeah, that was exciting to see a trailer for it and know that it is happening still i mean the coronavirus has put so many things on hold and like and not just like release dates but like production so it's always like ex like extra exciting this year for me when the trailer is released and when like a solid release date happens so wandavision to come into disney plus that is something that i am very excited about something else that has happened recently in the film world is the release of tenant which has been kind of an experiment if you will um so I'm pulling up here one second if I can get my thing to load. I'm pulling up Box Office Mojo for Tenant to see how things currently are shaking down on, what's the day today? October 6th of 2020. Uh, so currently, let's see, domestically it's about $45 million and worldwide about a total of almost $308 million, it looks like. For global box office. So it, it's interesting to think about 
um, a film like this that Christopher Nolan was adamant on um, being released in theaters and how it was the only way to experience it, which I believe is true. I was lucky enough to go see it. It was a ton of fun. I'm hoping to be able to go see it again. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Seeing it in theaters was a ton of fun. And I am a huge supporter in my own little way of the theater experience. I definitely don't want it to end anytime soon. So I was excited when the movie finally was released. It was another film that I was extremely excited for for this year. Um, if you safely can, I recommend going seeing it still. I thought it was amazing. Um, like I said, I'm hoping to go see it again. But it's interesting how as the s- delays and setbacks of so many films with, that happened with the coronavirus, Christopher Nolan really seemed to kind of set himself up to be the hero of the cinemas. And I don't think it's going too well, to be honest. Um, movies are being delayed. You know, after movies were kind of TBA for a while and then Tenant came out and then other studios were like, oh, I think we can do this too. And then they announced movies were being released and theaters started opening back up. And we thought that there was going to be somewhat of a new normal for cinemas opening up worldwide. And then things started to get delayed again because this movie just isn't performing at the box office as people would have hoped. Now I'm not box office expert, uh, but it's definitely underperforming. Now is, do, is this performing well for the coronavirus? I I would assume so compared to other films I've seen, but there's not any other tentpole blockbusters coming out. So there's really nothing to compare it to. Like if this is the new normal, is this what we got to compare it to? It's just interesting to think like, is it working or is it not? Um, And I'm, I don't know, it's something that I continually keep my eyes on um, just because I'm kind of interested. You know, what's going on? Is it, is it successful? Is there attempt to save cinemas, so to speak, working? Uh, I don't think it is. Um, so, yeah, that, it's just an interesting thing. The position that they put themselves in, um, and even Warner Brothers is recognizing, I think, their own... I don't know, figuring out the state of the world by choosing to delay movies like I already mentioned, Dune and the Batman and things like that being delayed. Um, Things moving into streaming services like HBO Max. I don't know. It's just something that we're all figuring out together. But I do appreciate that the film was released in theaters. I hope that that experience does not go away anytime soon um, because I enjoyed it. Anyway, that's enough of that little sidetrack. The other super exciting thing that was announced this past little while is that the Avatar 2, the sequels to the James James Cameron James Cameron movie, also being directed by James Cameron, has finished its principal photography. Um, same with the second one. It's almost finished its principal... Or, well, sorry, I'm getting mixed up here. The uh, second film, Avatar 2, has finished its principal, principal photography. And the third film, Avatar 3, is almost done with its principal, principal photography. Why is that so hard to say? Um, so, yeah, it, I know that the movie was originally going to be released like this year, I think, but now it's being released in December of 2021. So of all the movies that are currently set up to be released in 2021, I want to be like at this movie theater twice a week, maybe three times a week, because it just seems like so many movies are planning to release. And the whole scheduling thing is a huge mess that I'm glad I'm not a part of because there's these are projects that people have worked on for years and it's great that things are able to get back to being worked on and having principal photography on a huge tent pole blockbuster movie being finished is an exciting thing in readjusting and moving forward. But it's also extremely unique because uh, that's not really happening in a lot of other places. Um, and this whole release schedule thing, it makes everything weirder because there's movies that people have had finished or are just about finished with 
um, that they've been waiting to release for who knows how long. And those things are going to be adjusted and studios trying to figure out how to make as much money as they can. And it's just a huge old mess. Um, it's interesting how it's going to play out. So um, speaking of movies that people have been working a long time on uh, to be released, let's look forward now to things that have were going to happen in the next few coming on that I had my on. It also, I don't know, this is also a little bit looking back, is the delay of Wonder Woman 1984. Or Wonder Woman 84. So Patty Jenkins, the director, has explained that this film has been released for probably like a year now, even before when the film had its initial release date in like July or June, I think it was. I don't know. It's so hard to remember. Um, it, had, it was done. Like the film was completed and they were just waiting to release it. I feel a little bit bad for everyone involved. If they would have released it sooner when the film was done, it could have been released way before the coronavirus was a thing, could have made its money and been done with, but now it's being delayed once again um, to, I think, sometime in December. Uh, who knows if that's going to stick, but that's interesting. So, yeah, things looking forward, things coming up uh, that I am excited for. I already mentioned Mandalorian coming to Disney+. Plus. That's coming October 30th. And as a sneak peek for those of you who are listening to this episode and are listening this far into it. I appreciate you being here. Um, that is going to be the first ever Basement Binge episodes devoted to a TV series. I'm going to be doing reviews on Mandalorian season two. I'm super excited about it. I'm a huge fan of Star Wars and I was a huge fan of the first Mandalorian season. I thought it was groundbreaking in the Star Wars universe um, and I thought it was really well done. A great story and just a ton of fun. So I'm excited for the second season and to be reviewing it and doing a podcast on it. So that's keep your Ears peeled for that coming when the episodes come out, starting October 30th. Anyway, other things that I was excited for, No Time to Die. That movie was delayed. Now it's getting moved to April 2nd, 2021. Um, I was talking a little bit earlier about Christopher Nolan with Tenet attempting to save the box office and how he kind of failed. No Time to Die was going to be released November 20th. I had a a whole schedule involving the James Bond movies specifically Daniel Craig ones, to watch before then and have it all just timed out perfectly. And then they started a podcast devoted to it. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're really sticking to this. I'm so excited. And now they're not. And it's coming out in April of next year. That's a serious bummer. Um, Hopefully that doesn't happen to Wonder Woman 84. I don't know. It's interesting because people need to stay safe and that's an important thing. And movie theaters are closing. Like it's also just not a choice of some people wanting to be safe or not, or how they feel safe or not. Like some people just aren't in a location where theaters are open. And so for them, it's a lot different. Luckily I'm able to go to the theater and I've been able to go see a lot of comeback classics at Cinemark, which has been really enjoyable. It's been fun to go see those. Uh, speaking of which I'm so all over the place here, but I just have a whole list of things I'm talking about. So the lead army way back I'm, well, I got to pull this up here to see when it was. I think it was about a year ago now. Um, I'm pulling up the episodes here. Uh, give me a moment. Of The Basement Binge, one of the first episodes ever. Um, so when we started... Um, wow, that's crazy. Okay, so I'm looking at this here. We started The Basement Binge... Way back, the first episode was ever uploaded on August 31st of 2019. What the heck? We didn't even celebrate a year when we got to September. Okay, welcome to the official year celebration of The Basement Binge. Um, a little bit more on that later. Um, but we were starting with The Basement. Or, wow. We were starting with the MCU movies. And in between each phase, we took a break with non-MCU movies that we wanted to talk about. The first ever break we took from the... 
MCU movies was with Alito Battle Angel way back in October 16th of last year. Um, that's really interesting. Almost a year ago, we reviewed Alita Battle Angel and the Alita, the Alita Army, if you have not heard of them, just search the hashtag Alita Army, Alita Army on Twitter or anywhere. You'll find them. They're phenomenal fans of the film who are huge promoters of it and have done amazing things for the publicity of the film and hopefully to get an, a, a sequel for Alita Battle Angel, even having a plane fly over the Oscars for an Alita sequel. They've also done a lot of good donating to um, a lot of people in need, particularly those needing like bionic arms and false limbs and things like that. They've done a lot of cool things. Anyway, their most recent stunt they did was hoping for Alita to get re-released in the theaters and it happened. Cinemark tweeted that as part of their comeback classics, Alita Battle Angel is going to be back in theaters starting October 30th or 29th, one of those two dates. I don't know. I'm going to see it. If you listen to that episode, you will know that I mentioned that this was one of those films after I saw it at home that I would have wished I've seen in theaters. So I'm going back to see it in theaters. I'm excited that that opportunity has come and that it's something that I can do safely. Anyway, Alita, Alita Army, thanks for doing that. Thanks for letting us be a part of you. I'm sorry that I'm not on Twitter anymore, but I still feel part of that army because that movie is great and you guys have done amazing things, and including getting the movie back in theaters. That's exciting. That's something that was on my mind that was extremely exciting. Other things on my mind that I'm thinking about. Um, the Monster Hunter movie had its first teaser and uh, supposedly confirming a release date in December. And there's no specific yet. just said coming to theaters in December. Uh, so Monster Hunter, if you don't know, is a new film, like as mentioned, coming out in December, probably. Um, let's get the people involved in it. Let me give you some correct information here. Uh, it was going to be released this year in like September, September 4th, I think, over Memorial Weekend here in the U.S., and then got moved to next year sometime. And now it's supposedly being released for December. Um, the, same, the, the original release date of Escape Room 2, which is now moving to 2021. I don't know. I don't care about the Escape Room 2. I don't even know what that is. I'm just reading this headline. Um, but Monster Hunter. So I had a little teaser, which I was super excited about, and supposedly he's coming to theaters in December. Um, so anyway, Monster Hunter. Let's talk about the movie. So it is with the Resident Evil star. Um, let me get the right thing pulled up here. The Resident Evil star, Mila Jovovich. Totally mispronounced that. Um, and directed by her husband, Paul Anderson. Um, yeah, so Monster Hunter, it's a video game series. It's phenomenal. My brother and I got into it with Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. If you've played the game, that's a great game. Uh, we loved it, and I remember at the time talking about how the lore of the film would make for a great... Or the lore of the video game would make for a great film. Well, apparently it's happening now. I had no idea. All right, so Monster Hunter... I'm super excited about that. I would that when everything with the coronavirus delays and movie theaters happened, that was actually a movie that was on my mind. That and the Snake Eye movies for G.I. Joe's that I thought would kind of slip under the radar of films being delayed or released. And the news of it happening was something that I was just never going to come across. Um, and it would just kind of be lost in the abyss until randomly I found it. It was released from somebody else. Um, just because these aren't huge tentpole movies. I think they're exciting. I'm going to go see them. Um, but yeah, so I was excited to see that there were some headlines about it because I think this is going to be a really fun film. Um, I'm a huge fan of the video game, even though I don't play it anymore. 
Um, the other things that I've heard is Free Guys supposedly being released in December. I don't know. Let's kind of break away from film releases because that's just a huge mess, uh, especially with Cineworld, which is like a huge chain in the U.S. and the U.K., closing their theaters for who knows how long. That's a bummer. Luckily, the film chains here in Utah, none of them are Cineworld. Cinemark and AMC are still th- keeping their theaters open, and our local Megaplex theaters, those are open, and we- they have very safe precautions. And I feel it's safe for me to go to the theater and enjoy it. And I have been able to, and that's a ton of fun. Anyway, more Im- relevant and more exciting details. Jamie Foxx supposedly is confirmed to appear as Electro in Spider-Man 3 and then next MCU installment of the Spider-Man trilogy or whatever it's going to be with Tom Holland. Uh, that's exciting. He was in Spider-Man 2 and he was blue and he was Electro and it was a mess. Uh, this time he's not blue. He confirmed on his Instagram. That's really exciting. I'm... Still not sure how I feel about it. I'm excited because Jamie Foxx is Jamie Foxx, and he's great. The thing I'm not excited about is I've loved how, for so long, the Spider-Man films have never relied on the same villain. I mean, Spider-Man has a rich history of villains, um, and I thought it was going to be Craven the Hunter. I thought it kind of fit my assumptions, but apparently it's going to be Electro with Jamie Foxx, which is exciting, but does that mean the Sinister Six is happening? Who knows? I'm not really into, I'm, I'm not a theorizer. This is just information that was on my mind that I thought was cool. Anyway, let's talk about something more personal that I understand, that I can give you some guarantee personally that I have a killing ability over, and that is the episodes that are going to be released in October. You're getting this episode. On top of that, there's some other great episodes coming. So some quick announcements. But before the announcements, So some quick announcements. First, I want to feature your guys' questions about a film, about an actor, a director, news, things happening in the film podcast, film podcast, you know, that area that I'm involved in. Uh, If you want your questions to be on the podcast, you can send me an email at update at thebasementbinge.com. So that's U-P-D-A-T-E at T-H-E. B-A-S-E-M-E-N-T-B-I-N-G-E.com or update at thebasementbinge.com. Of course, that's in the show notes. You can click that. You can send me an email. On top of that, there is a Facebook group that you can join. Uh, There's our Facebook page, which you can like. Of course, I'm also on Instagram. You can comment, DM me on all those places. I'll do my best to respond. Um, There's also a group that you can request to join. It is called the Basement Binge Group. If you search down on Facebook, also, again, a link in the show notes. But if you search on Facebook, the Basement Binge Group, That's a group that I want to create for us to discuss things in all areas and for you to be able to send me your questions and have it be a part of the show so I can answer it. I'm excited to get more involved with you guys. So anyway, on to the announcements. So there's a Facebook group that's happening and there's also an email. If you're interested in having your question answered, send me an email and let me know what your question is. I'll get to it next month. But more specifically, the announcements. So I mentioned that we have reached our year anniversary i knew that i kind of made a joke about it that we didn't celebrate if things were chaotic we didn't celebrate but what i did know what i have noticed is that we are coming i keep saying we that i we the us you listeners we are coming up on the 50th episode of the basement binge now if you look at your podcast app it's going to say 74 episodes because there are a lot of you know spoiler walls which were like duplicate episodes so like main reviews main episodes that i'm counting we are currently 
57 are posted. Coming up on 50. That is a big number um, that I'm very, very excited to reach. And so we're going to have a little bit of a celebration. So obviously you're going to get an episode 48, 49, and episode 50, which I have something planned for as reviews. And then after episode 50 goes up, we're going to have a celebration of... So after episode 50 is uploaded, there's going to be kind of like a celebration fun thing to do just because I reached 50 episodes. And that is going to personally be personally ranking my Blu-ray collection. If you've listened to a single segment about Pick Your Poison at the Basement Binge, you know that I like to buy movies. I'm a movie collector. I don't have as many of others. I'm not claiming to have a huge thing. Currently, it takes up two shelves. But it's a lot for me. I enjoy them. There's some that I haven't seen. There's some that I've seen many times. There's some that I've seen once. There's some that I bought, obviously, without seeing. Uh, So I'm going to rank them all. Ranking was a big part of the Basement Binge, and it's way different now, which is one individual. So it's kind of going to be an experiment. Um, but it's something that I thought would be really, really fun. Uh, so keep your ears peeled for that. So yeah, new episodes coming is going to be working up to the 50th episode, the celebration episode of ranking my Blu-rays. And then it's kind of just going to be rounding out my Blu-ray collection. I'd give you specific titles, but I don't have it that far planned in advance. Um, to give you detail up to episode 50, it's an animation studio that I've recently discovered this year that is blowing my mind, and I want to talk about them, and I'm sorry I haven't brought them up before now. They're phenomenal. They're going to be involved in up to, to getting the basement binge to episode 50, because they deserve to be mentioned before episode 50. They should have been mentioned before episode 10, but they weren't. I'm super excited about that. Um, I don't want to give too much away. The other really great thing is that this is just like one huge experiment. Moving down to one host, is very, very interesting for me. It changes the dynamic completely. Like I said, ranking used to be like a staple here at the Basement Binge. It is so different when it's just one person. Okay, the intensity, the competition is gone when it's just me. Now, I still love ranking things. That's a personal enjoyment of mine, especially when it comes to some movies. I like having a favorite. I like having a least favorite. I like having a top 10. Those are all things that I like thinking about. So I'm going to try it. We're going to, these are going to be experiments. So I need your help. So all the episodes coming forward, they're going to be experiments. I'm going to be experimenting with different types of movies to review, changing up the, this, the show format a little bit. Not too much because I kind of like what I'm doing with it, but changing that a little bit and experimenting, it, experimenting with rankings, other things. See kind of how it feels for me, but also how you guys receive it. So if there's something that you really, really like, let me know. It's important to let me know. You can leave reviews. You can comment on social medias. You can email me at harrison at thebasementbinge.com. That's H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N at thebasementbinge.com. That's going to be give me a direct email. But one of the biggest things would be on Podchaser. Podchaser.com is a great website that I'm discovering more about with all things podcasting, uh, specifically reviews, when you leave a comment or review on whatever app you're using, unless I personally have that app and I'm aware of it, it's impossible for me to find. Unless I'm going and continually hitting refresh on it over and over again, it's easy for me to miss. So if, it, that we can work together to get in one location, Podchaser, that'd be great. Now, I don't want to force you to go over there. I have my personal podcasting app, CastBox, which I love. Podchaser isn't replacing that. It's just a way for me to get your feedback more directly 
about the basement binge. Of course, in whatever avenue, social media, you can and you can let me know about it. I'm going to, it counts. You know, it's going to be noticed. Um, it's just a way, if you do want to give feedback, an easy way for me to notice it, email or at Podchaser. That was really delayed. And if you've gotten this far, I'm so sorry. I always forget to mention this at the beginning of the episode. So there's probably a little insert where I jumped into announce it. There's currently a survey that I have that you can click on. It's in the show notes. You can click on the survey. It's going to take you to like a, it's a four question survey. It's super duper short. Just asking things that you'd be interested in seeing me review and how you would like the basement binge to continue. Um, because like I said, this is going to be kind of one experiment for a little while here, continuing on to the end of this year. Of course, with the nature of films being delayed, but also with the basement binge changing so much to just one host and totally changing the dynamics of the show. So I'd appreciate your feedback. Again, podchaser.com for future feedback about shows coming out, but also Facebook group, emails, update at thebasementbinge.com if you have a question, or Harrison at thebasementbinge.com if you want to let me know what you thought about a specific episode. Of course, that's all in the show notes, and I'll continue to mention those things. Also, please take the survey. But because announcements are a horrible way to die, and this episode has been so long, I'm not going to let it end this way with a stupid update. So welcome to something that I'm very excited about, the podcast shout out. So podcasting is a wonderful thing that I'm really getting into more and more and more as a solo host. It's also something, a new format that I'm listening to more and more and more um, that I love. So I want to share those podcasts with you because as I broke into the podcast world, it was hard to find shows that I liked. It, it's, it's hard to find um, and I, it was hard to stick with them because I wasn't sure if I liked them yet. So at the end of every monthly update episode, I'm going to give you three podcast recommendations. One of them is going to be a film podcast, one that I'm loving big or small that I'm currently listening to and I think is just blowing my socks off. The, other, the second one is just any type of podcast that I'm currently enjoying, any topic, any whatever that I'm really, really enjoying. And then the last one is what I'm calling a young podcast, The Basement Binge. We're a young podcast. So if you... I have one of two things. One, you have a podcast that is young and you think that it deserves some recognition. You'd like some free recognition. You can send me an email to update at thebasementbinge.com. Tell me about your podcast and we'll communicate back and forth and see if it's something that I want to feature on the show. Now, this isn't just going to be a blind thing where I'm going to pick somebody randomly. It's as I talk to you about your show, as I get to know you and your show, it's going to be something that's earned. Um, so, if you have a podcast, you can do that. Or if you know of a podcast that you think deserves recognition that currently doesn't, same process. Let me know, and we're going to figure it out. So anyway, here's the recommendation. I don't have a young podcast yet. I didn't have one picked out. I could throw you out one here. Um, so first is a film podcast. What I'm going to mention here is Verbal Diorama. If you are in the film podcast listening environment and you have not heard of verbal diorama i'm so sorry uh so m from verbal diorama let just read this description here hi i'm m i love movies i also like to talk a podcast was therefore inevitable join me on my journey through the history and legacy of movies you know and movies you don't if you've listened to her podcast at all you can hear her personality in me reading that description and it's so talented to her podcasting ability in the way that she communicates the way she portrays emotion through her voice and in the format she's chosen for her show kind of going through the history of films you do and don't know and not just going into like the details of like the 
images and sounds that come out your eyes and ears, but the work that went into it and kind of creating a verbal diorama of everything that that film is. I've enjoyed it, particularly one episode by her that I loved was The Princess Bride. I had no idea that a podcast was the one way that was going to make me love The Princess Bride even more than I already did. So if you're in the mood for a good podcast and you want to laugh a lot, if you want to enjoy that film even more, go check out Verbal Diorama, specifically Princess Bride. She has a bunch of other episodes over right now, about 60 of them. Uh, They're all really great. She's awesome. Other podcasts. So that's your first recommendation. That's a film class. Other podcasts. This is just currently a personal favorite that I'm listening to that does not particularly maintain who filming. Um, So let me tell you about the truth about dyslexia. That's the name of the podcast, Truth About Dyslexia. They currently have over 300 episodes. I don't know how big they are. Um, according to the way I listen to apps and the information I'm going to get, they're not huge. They're decently big, but not huge like those other podcasts. But something that about me is that I'm a dyslexic, and I think that dyslexia is a really interesting thing to understand. Um, and I've been learning a lot about myself as I've been listening to this podcast. It's phenomenal. Um, like I said, they've got a catalog of over 300 episodes, so there's a lot to learn about dyslexia, whether you have it or you know somebody who does. It's a really, really good podcast that I enjoyed. It's also just a good podcast about mentality and, and mindset and things like that. The other thing, because I do not have a young podcast to recommend to you, I'm going to give you a second film podcast that I've really been enjoying just because there's two, particularly this week, that I've been enjoying. And that's Soundtracking with Edith Bowman. Uh, she has over 217 or 200 episodes, which is a lot. It's a pretty big show. You've probably already heard of it, um, where she talks to directors, actors, com- composers about film and film scoring. Um, and it's been really phenomenal. I found her podcast because she interviewed Ludwig or Ludwig Jornsson about Tenant and Black Panther. Phenomenal podcast to listen to, an episode to listen to. And then I realized, oh my gosh, she has a ton of others about a, bu- a bunch of other people that I'm really interested in. And I've downloaded a bunch of them and I've been listening to that lately. So there is your recommendations. That has been a very, very long episode. Uh, if you are still listening, thank you for being here. If you are listening and you've not taken the survey, go take it. If you have a question you want to ask me, email me at update at thebasementbinge.com. Join the Facebook group so we can talk. Follow me on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. And also leave us a review on Podchaser. Also subscribe. Keep your ears tuned for those new episodes. Bringing us up to episodes 50. And then that celebration with my Blu-ray collection. And then kind of finishing it out as we continue to experiment and figure this out as the show is changing so much. Anyway, thank you for listening. It has been really fun to record this. Uh, obviously, I'm going to tighten up this new segment a lot but it's been fun to just kind of like have some diary of the mouth for a minute and just talk about all the things that have been on my mind even if it wasn't in a very good order if it wasn't particularly connected it was just a lot of fun so thank you for listening hopefully it was much as much fun for you to listen as it was for me and i didn't talk too fast like i probably just did anyway i don't have anything else to say i'm just rambling on at this point because i'm not really sure how to close this out because it's all just one big experiment but it's a fun one anyway my name is harrison this is the basement binge And this has been a ton of fun. That's all for now. Ciao, ciao. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.